Once again, it's a very good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Bonjour from Cape to Cairo, New Zealand, Abu Dhabi, wherever you are streaming us. Welcome to this edition of Mjolo and Sex Podcast. Here speaking is your boy, Mluin Simbella, the most handsome 32-year-old on the side of the equator, the most handsome guy in the cheese cop, Muhammad Ali's protege, roll like a butterfly, buzz more than a beehive. Today I'm buzzing extra, guys. Two females talking to me at the same time. <laughs> what a time to be alive. But obviously, we have to start with the lady of the house. Goes Khumi. Hi. No, guys. I, I'm, I'm, I'm privileged. I'm privileged. Like, like, I'm not impressed. I am privileged, guys. I'm privileged. Once again, like when there's two females, like, you know, when there's in the meeting, they, when, when you have those, for those of you who own companies and who sit in meetings, you know, there's, there's this item called matters arising. Oh, what? okay. Park it right there. Yes. No, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's me. That's Park it right there. Khuba, khuba, khuba khepi <laughs> and the stuff that arises. I know a place that definitely arises different matters is our social media platforms. Once again, we hope that you can be highly engaging. Jeez. Okay. Oskobi, mm. what are we talking about today? Listen, there's, oh, there's a lot happening right now mm. in the world, in the country, and it's taking a toll on on us as people. Absolutely. It's taking a toll on individuals. Yep. You know, and obviously, with the way things are, it is going to take a toll on relationships. Yep. So today we're asking the questions, what are you guys okay in your relationships? Like, we're doing a mental health check, basically. Yeah, I'm Just want to check out, like, you know. Uh, go righty. Go righty, go happy. You know, even if you go so happy, like, what's going on? Talk, like, talk to us. What's happening? Guys, let's, 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 let's put this context even further, right? South Africa currently is experiencing load shedding. Let's let that sit. Our economy has not grown for the past, dare I say, three and a half, four years. Mm-hmm. And that's just outside of COVID, right? Economy has set between, our GDP has set between 0.8 to about 1.4. And now with, you know, COVID, it's, it's in the toilet. It's worse, yeah. right? Um, youth unemployment, last month was youth month. Our youth unemployment are in scary numbers. South Africa's unemployment is in numbers where we're not supposed to even have this conversation comfortably. No. We, dare we say, people had, we, we, we have gender-based violence. And, I, and as Ole said, part of the physical repercussions stems from the mental things that happen. Yeah. We had Ricky Rick, we were talking last about Indo Damas, Dangitim Pinch. It's like we could go on and on and on. And we're just trying to paint a picture to say, guys, our 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 mental well being is just not okay. We're not okay as a country. We we're not okay. Yeah. And it's affecting our relationships. Tremendously um, so. it has. And I I had to rope in a mental health activist, incredible writer. 
incredible human being, might I add. Um, creative. Uh, too, that, you know when I said too many adjectives when I said to you so little time to describe them? Mm-hmm. This person is too many adjectives, so little time. Wow, she must be special because that's only ever reserved for me. Yeah, yeah, she's. So I assume she's. I, she's I, I don't. We don't have. We don't have enough time to go through her resume. We don't. <laughs> we don't have enough time. We, I, we don't have. But um, understand that she's mental health activist. She's an incredible writer. She'll share platforms where you can be able to engage her writing, but um, speaks very loudly um, and very profoundly when it comes to things of mental health. Oskilabhile. I hope I did justice with introducing you. Welcome to Joel and Sex Podcast. Jeez! Thank you so much. I think it was too much. Um, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm um, wow. Are you good? Are you good? Are you okay mentally? Let's start with you. Are you okay? In mentally? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. As you mentioned, there are a lot of things happening in the country, in the world, even in our homes with load shedding, you know. Um, so I, I can definitely say that it has certainly impacted my mental health. So I think like a lot of people, I'm quite tired. Yeah, I'm quite tired. But I'm good nonetheless. Give us, give us a, as a person who would probably have better insight than us, a, 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 a helicopter mm. view. In your view, are we okay? Mm. You know, when you look at just relationships, when you just look at love, in terms of our, our context, you don't even have to look at the global context. Are we okay? Can yeah. you say on a scale of 1 to 10, reshap, mental, or there are still things no, that we... I think we're at a... Yeah, I think we're at like a 4, Jeez. you know. Like, we're not okay. We're, I don't think we're okay at all. Um, I've got some friends whose relationships have come to an end, you know. Um, so many people walking away from their relationships, so many relationships um, ending. So no, we're not okay, you know, uh, in that department. And even with this culture of ghosting, which a conversation that needs to be had is how ghosting impacts our mental health. Sure. It's sure. It's you know, people ghosting because they're overwhelmed. Are they ghosting because they're overwhelmed with what's going on in their lives? Is that what's causing that behavior? Um, so yeah, definitely, you know, um, we're not alright, we're not okay at all. And I don't think we have an idea of how to be better. Look, I mean, what of what, I mean, you sp- we say we're not okay. If you could just give three, yeah. um, diagnostics, um, to diagnose it, you talked about ghosting as one. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other things, yeah. uh, from a relationship's perspective that are, 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 are resulting in us not being okay? Mm-hmm. Well, definitely things that are happening that are happening. Are we talking about now uh, things that cause us to be unwell? Yes. In that context. Yes. So definitely, as I, as I mentioned, ghosting is definitely one of the things that is making us not okay. And this is now if you're someone who isn't really in a relationship, but you're talking to someone, and then they just disappear, you know, and it completely catches you off guard. And I think in in the context of relationships. Couples aren't communicating, yes. um, and they don't know how to communicate. You know, and, and that's the thing is that they don't know how that there is a way to communicate effectively. There's that, 
And I think um, another thing, you know, and I'm going to speak about cis hate men, right? Cisgender heterosexual men. Yeah. A conversation that I have with my is that men don't know how to relationship. Absolutely. We don't know how to relationship. Absolutely. And put uh, the strain on the relationship because because they don't know how to relationship. They, they, they don't even know that about They don't know that it's something that's happening. So they're frustrated because now the partner is kind of saying, hey, man, like, I need you to relationship. I need you to do certain things. I'm tired of asking about the things. Then the man kind of gets frustrated. I'm talking specifically to um, cisgender heterosexual relationships because that is the perspective I'm, I'm most familiar with. So I think those would be the things we're ghosting each other, don't know how to communicate, and men don't know how to relationship. And that's just three in a myriad yeah. of, of, of answers. So, yeah. Um, it's not always the case. Um, I agree with you that um, mm. people don't talk to each other, whether in relationships or not. We just yeah. don't talk to each other because we don't know how. Yeah. But what happens in a case yeah. where you do recognize that your partner is going through something? Um, how do you get them mm. to open up? You know, because, and especially with mm. men, men are, oh my God, it's like pulling our mm-hmm. teeth, you know. Mm-hmm. How do you get them to open up and say, this is like, this is before things escalate um, to yeah. a point where maybe they self harm or whatever? How do you get them to, to open up? So, I, yeah, so I think there's a role that obviously one can play as a partner, then there's a societal role. So I'll speak to those two. I think as a partner, man, there's only so much that you can do to get someone to open up. And I think it's just really, you got to constantly say to them, look, I need you to open up. It's frustrating when you don't open up to me and it's, I, I feel it's going to cause a disintegration of the relationship, right? But I would advise or I would, I would say what would be a good thing is couples therapy, you know? It's couples therapy that will facilitate those kinds of questions because the therapist, I think, has the skill to slowly, slowly you know, get something out. And if it's something that the, uh, the partner understands, the therapist will be able to kind of like talk about it in a way that um, the partner can understand. So I think a mediator is then definitely needed. Mm. Um, and then on a societal level, men need to be reminded or told or social, re-socialized, I don't even know, to, yeah. to, to, to know that it's okay for them to be vulnerable yeah. because yeah. they are human beings first, Right. We need to acknowledge the personhood of men and they need to acknowledge their personhood. Is that umundu first before uyindota, right? Mm-hmm. And because you are a human being, you're going to have emotions. And it's not, you know, it's not the only emotion that you have. Is, it's not anger. That's not the only emotion that men have. And, mm-hmm. and they're okay with kind of doing that, that emotion because society has told them that that's what masculinity is all about. But you also have other emotions, sadness, Loneliness, you know, um, depression, um, you know, other softer emotions, as it were, you know, and it's okay to have them. So it's okay to be vulnerable. And if you and and for them to understand, especially if you're wanting to get into a relationship, they can they can't be true connection without vulnerability. Wow, beautiful. And so we really need to realize that. Yeah. Look, I mean, you spoke about relationshiping. I'm just saying, how? Why are heterosexuals Mm -hmm. one? Failing to relationship men, that is, in your diagnostic report. How, why are we failing to, like you were saying, you know, to be fully vulnerable, you know, to be fully yeah. 
So how can why why are why are heterosexual men failing to relationship? relationship? Yeah, so I think that they're failing to relationship because largely, you know, and I know that the narrative is slowly changing with time, right? Because these conversations are part of the zeitgeist. Mm. So I feel that men struggle to relationship because largely the responsibility of a relationship is put on the woman's shoulders. The desire of the relation of a relationship is like, yeah, it's only woman should desire marriage and 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 and. And for men, marriage like you don't think of it as a relationship where you do something and the other person does something. Right, there's that, and of course, as I mentioned, that lack of connection because you're not being vulnerable. Only one person in the relationship is being vulnerable. You know, some men want to just play house. Like, no, I, I, I bought us the house. There's food in the table. Like, what else do you want? It's like, but that's not a relationship. I mean, how many of us, for me, anyways, ever remembered their parents being affectionate? You know, um, like, do you understand what I'm saying? It's like this world. You know, we have a home, and this is how it is. But the woman wants more, and then they end up being miserable. And then, that's why as women, we end up giving more in relationships sometimes. Mm. We like to play Bob the Builder or, you know, rehabil- become rehabilitation centers for really, really broken men. Mm. So I think it's definitely understanding what, what, what you're doing when you're going into a relationship, right? You need to understand that. What is it that you're doing? You know, if you're saying that I'm... I want, I'm living life with someone, I'm doing life with someone, then actually do something, you know, um, beyond just providing things that a, a woman can get for herself. And, um, yeah, so I think it's just understanding why people get into relationships um, and understanding that a relationship does take work and it's a specific type of work and we can't put that on the woman's shoulders alone. And men must also be okay with loving, open themselves up to actually loving. Loving is a doing thing. You have to do love. You know, you have to do a relationship because even love isn't enough for a relationship to work. There has to be a mutual respect. There has to be shared values. And there has to have to be friendship as well. You know, you've got to have a relationship that's predicated on friendship. And the thing is, right, I think anyways, I wouldn't know because I don't hang around men all the time. But mm-hmm. not only do they not know how to do a relationship from a romantic perspective, but even with one another, like... They friend differently, you know. Yes. You you men differently because that's why then you know we're told with and kuluma too much you're gossiping. You know, kuluma is like no, we're not the problem. Mm. You know, we're doing relationship. And this is what it is. We're in a relationship. Yes. Y'all just touch lies and doing the talk about the game. You know, so even fucking your own relationship is things as well. Ooh, gems. And of course, it's not everything. Of course, it's not every single man and every single relationship. There obviously are areas in which things are going well, but I guess we're, we're focusing on, on things that aren't going well right yes, now. Yes, absolutely. Before you mm-hmm. go, um, finally, yeah. I want to firstly, before I ask you these questions, I must, I must comment. Um, mm-hmm. I saw when Thibaut Touch started at Metro FM, I I mm. I was uh, probably probably one of a few men. The X Twenty bought Tibor Touch roses live on air. Wow, wow! Actual roses, roses like yeah. a whole bunch. I wow. think he bought about 
I think about about 30 mm. because that's the amount of years Tibor Touch has been in radio. Okay. And I just saw sure. when you just go on to the comments underneath. And I just want to speak mm. to what you're saying as men in terms of us relationshiping even with us differently. You should see what they were saying. It's it's so gay. Mm. It's so Imagine. It's so but so firstly, how do we how as men, how do we do it better? Right? Whether we yeah. are in heterosexuals mm. relationships, same sex marriage, mm. whatever, how do we become better? Mm. But secondly yeah. and critically and most importantly, what mm. what what are some of the signs that we can look out to say both men and female were not okay? Asikosha. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so the first question, how can you do better? First of all, like look at yourself in the mirror. Are you your own friend? How do you relationship with yourself? How do you respond when things are very, very difficult? That's the first thing. And it's becoming aware of the fact that because you are a human being, vulnerability is inside of you. You're just suppressing it. You need to release it. Because as I mentioned, and I love saying this because it's so true, without vulnerability, there can't be any connection. And then let go of problematic narratives around what masculinity is. You know what I'm saying? Like, how is it gay for you to give one man flowers? Do you understand what I'm saying? Which, which just goes to show that men don't, don't value love. Don't value love. They don't think about it. They don't think about how to be loving in the world, right? Because masculinity is, a, is almost a loveless state of being, right? So yeah, I definitely say that those are the things that men need to start doing. They need to start talking to one another as well. There really needs to be a reframing of 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 of, of male relationships and how they do them. Um, they need to start building deeper connections with their friends. You know, um, just break the cycle. I think it's definitely just about breaking the cycle. And please be therapists. See a therapist. Homie, 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 so, so, amen. <laughs> Be a therapist, definitely be a therapist, you know, but also kuzanani nani, do you understand what I'm saying? If you're a man and your friend is saying something problematic, either about women or about what, what it is to be gay or whatever it is, tell them, reprimand them and say, no, brother, that's not how you talk. That, you're just doing that, communicating that, that's the beginning of relationship because you're holding each other accountable. And, then, and, then- and, and learn from your woman friends. How to relationship, learn, learn how to be friends. And how do we know that we're not okay? What are some of the things that we can look out for? Uh, before we commit suicide, because I'm, I'm scared, mm. that seems to be the mm. end product, sadly, at the end. Mm. Let me correct you there. I think we need to understand that it's not that people, we need to reword it. It's people die by suicide. Yes. Um, because it's yes. part of the disease. It is that last symptom of the disease that takes your life, right? Um, because you've just become, when you are in a suicidal state, you become completely overwhelmed. So before I go into that, I just want to talk about how to know that you're not okay. First of all, if you have been sad for like two weeks and you don't know what is going on and there isn't necessarily an event that happened to cause the sadness, um, there was an event, but the sadness seems to be lingering and it seems deeper and darker. You're struggling to fall asleep or you're, falling, you're sleeping too much. You're, you're just consuming substances way too much. Um, 
you're struggling to function, you're not feeling pleasure from the things that once made gave you pleasure, and you're not motivated. If you experience all of those things or even one of those things, I would say that you, for two weeks, um, I would say that definitely consider seeing someone because um, then it means you're not okay. If you're just teary-eyed and you're just feeling miserable, life feels overwhelming and meaningless, then definitely that's how you know that you're not okay. If you're snapping at people and you're being violent or whatever, there's definitely something there um, that you're not okay. Um, and, and what then happens in the case of suicide is that you become so overwhelmed by these emotions, by this darkness that's not lifting, that it consumes you and, and it makes you think that the only way out of it is to, is to end your life. So then that's how you die by suicide because it becomes so overwhelming that you have very limited problem-solving skills, no problem-solving skills at all. Um, your, your drive to live isn't there at all. Like it is, you are void of a will to live. And so that's how you know that, that, you, that you're not okay, you know. And even if you think to yourself, well, hey, I think, all right, go see someone. You don't have to have all of the symptoms. Now you'll know when you're not okay because you know yourself. And also listen to the people around you if they're pointing out that we think you're not okay. I think that was highly insightful. Um, if people want to engage in your work, because I know you write so much about it, um, you, you, I think you did a piece uh, fairly recently about it. Um, how can people then interact with, with, with the work that you do? Because I know you also then... Yeah, you, yeah. so my writing... Um, yeah, yeah. So my writing, I write for the New African Magazine, which can be purchased from exclusive books. It comes out every two months, or you can go onto the website, um, which is www.newafricanmagazine.com, I think. But you can just Google the New African. Um, and I write about various topics, mental health being one of them. Um, you can also follow me on LinkedIn. I'm Gilebochile Motswato on LinkedIn. And there I write mental health pieces, but it's most mostly in the con in the context of the workplace because that's the space that I'm passionate about. Um, and so even my when I present on mental health, I present to, 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 to people in the workplace context. Beautiful being, beautiful soul, beautiful mind. Um, thank you thank so much. Thank you so much for, for your time, for your insights, just for just being you. Just for being you. Thank you. Um, it's, I, I always, I always, I always say, brain surgeons, um, psychologists, are special human beings because they're dealing with the most delicate part of the human anatomy, and that's the brain. Um, mm -hmm. I think those are special. Human Definitely. Um, thank you so much for your time, Definitely. for your insights. Look out for our invite. We're going to invite you to our hundredth episode. I hope you're going to be available. Okay. We're not talking too. Oh, so I would love to. And then you can just come and just relax and just have fun and 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 just we we're gonna be celebrating every person who's contributed and now you've also contributed towards making these all these hundred awesome. episodes special. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here. Thank you, Kile. All right, Kile. Thank you so much for your time. Go to your jazz. Go to your jazz lounge. <laughs> By the way, for those who don't know, she's got an incredible voice. <laughs> Incredible, incredible voice. Jinaga is close to proximity, yes. Hey. Wow. Wow. Thank you. You've let me way too much. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Kile, for your time. Thank you so much. Not a problem at all. Thank you for having me.
All right. Thank you. Coolie. Bye. Bye-bye. Shop bye. Fascinating, guys. Guys, it's important. Um, we were just doctors, unofficial doctors today or so. We were just checking Koromatu oh. Shapu. Yeah. Um, and clearly everybody's not okay, guys. And it's okay if not, I always say, and you always tell me, it's it's okay if you're not okay, guys. It's okay. Honestly. It's really okay. You can't be happy and put together all the time. Um, it's it's not okay. I lost no. a friend not so long ago. Um, and it's okay, guys. It's really mm. you had your aunt who was in hospital, not so. It's okay, guys. We go through the most. I think for for me and as men, heterosexual, and 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 I loved when she said it. Uh, guys, please make sure. Um, watch yourself, guys. Watch. watch well, I'm I'm gonna say not just men, women as well. There are some women who yes. um, don't know how to open up. Okay. And, and, they and they project. And they end up projecting. Yes, and they end up projecting. And they end up taking their frustrations out on others, which is not fair. You know, so it's not just a, a male problem. It's, it's unfair to just now say At men. At the doorstep, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, just to lay this on, on men's doorstep. It's not fair. There are women who also struggle, you know, with, with, with communication and expressing their feelings and whatnot. Guys so, but it's it's something that you and, and I love. I just love this this new culture of guys get guys see someone. Yeah, there's absolutely guys see someone. It's that. healthy. It's you become okay. People who see psychologists, according to stats, you become more health, more happy. And no, I No, yes, please. Folk also see therapists. I don't know how many times I've been in therapy. Yes, guys, please. Okay, so it's um, please, guys, we need to create that culture, especially. Men and men and female, and I'm talking heterosexual because we are the issues here. Uh, guys, please make sure. Um, see therapist um, JP. I think we were going to share in with this episode. He shared once um, some free platforms where you guys can, if you're not okay, if you're not feeling too okay, people that yeah. you can speak to or share with or share them um, on a social. media And of media course, plan. this this is in the case where you can't speak to your partner about whatever it is. Exactly. Um, Don't bleed on your partner, as those whom you are saying. <laughs> You know, um, she said something that I, I I absolutely agree with. We are not rehabilitation centers. Mm-hmm. I am not a rehabilitation center for my man. He's not a rehab center for me. You know what I mean? And it's okay. But, it, it, you know what I mean? But we should still be able to talk to each other. Yeah. You know, I can't be sitting with a problem and then I can't tell my partner, It's problematic. I now have to sit on the phone for two hours Limlungi, see my friend, because I can't talk to my partner. Because it creates another impression, remember? Like, what what are you doing? Exactly, guys. What are you doing? Guys, please make sure. Please make sure that you see a therapist, see somebody, speak to somebody, and and let us be okay, guys. And that was the exercise of this particular show and this particular conversation. Big thank you to Gila Bukhile. Big thank you for all her insights and amazing, 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 amazing input on the particular show. You can have your opinions and your all inputs on our social media platforms, which are on Facebook, Daily Sun. Yes. Tweet us at Daily Sun yeah, Or click www.dailysun.co.za. And you can get to see this and many, many other episodes. Guys, you can't believe it. You Guys, let's just make sure we're safe. Um, drink lots of water, as Oskumi would say. And condomize, guys, please. And look out for our countdown towards our 100 episodes. I think I've said all hey. the PSAs. Summarize, ne? Yeah, I know. 
No more PSAs after this. Yeah, no but once again, big thank you to Kulebakhile. If you see us on the streets, know that this one speaking is your boy Mlungis Mbele, the most handsome 32-year-old on the side of the equator. Most handsome guy in the cheese cop, Muhammad Ali's protege. Roll like a butterfly, pass more than a beehive. And she's still the homie Siabi, still without a cool outro. Love and light, everybody. Be kind to one another. Sharp, sharp.